Hi, we are so happy you're here. Welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast, where we are feminine as women and we are powerful as daughters. I am your host, Elizabeth Critton. And I'm your host, Annie Sad. Together, we have created the Bloom Strong Coaching Program. This podcast is where we connect women of all walks of life who are committed to walking in faith, living with intention, and deepening their roots in truth. Our hope is that you feel encouraged and equipped with the tools to build heart, break through, defy the odds, and shine your light. If you are feeling this podcast and you want to stay connected, be sure to follow us on the social. Our favorite place to hang out is Instagram, and our handle is at bloom underscore strong. So grab your coffee, cozy up, and let's dive in. So let's talk about fasting. Yay! Okay, well, I'll just kind of give a little backstory. I've tried to fast for 24 hours before. I'm not sure that I've ever fasted for 24 hours. And then all of a sudden, like for the last month or two, it's just been stirring and I've been making more like spiritual connections with how I need to bring this, like the truth of what's really going on into my nutritional coaching for long lasting, sustainable transformation. because. It's not just about the outside and the results in the physical. It has to, because it starts on the inside, it has to change on the inside and it has to sustain on the inside. So um, it's just been, you know, I've been learning about it. I've been reading really awesome books. Last week, I decided I wanted to try to fast. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do it for 72 hours was my goal, but I ended up fasting for 48 hours. Um, and that was like surprising to me. I felt like when it was time to eat, it was time to eat. Like, okay, that was good. But, um, during the process, it was like, I'm not doing this alone. Even if I eat, I'm still not going to be completely comforted. Right. I'm looking to God to comfort me. And, um, there was just really cool like revelation in the times where I felt anxious or stressed are definitely the times where I would normally eat just to soothe myself a little baby. (laughs) But instead I would listen to praise and worship. I would just imagine, you know, just being an obedient daughter and pressing into the Lord. And, and I also know what's happening in the physical realm. And that is, you know what? I have stored up inside of you something that you're using that's being used to sustain you right now. And that is body fat. Like that's in you. And, and, and if you're always constantly consuming and not pressing in and um, contributing that body fat and that thing that I've stored away won't be used. So that was kind of a cool download in that moment. It's like sometimes we live in such a consumerism society that we're always looking for a comfort. We're looking to buy something. We're looking to eat something. We're looking to get distracted or stimulated by something or feel good about something like a like on a post or a good compliment. Mm -hmm. And, um, and if we're always doing that, are we really pouring out what God's doing inside of us? Like you're talking about the storing that we have, like the stored stuff inside of us that we're not even using. And we're always in that, that mindset of like, oh, if I just had this, I would be enough. Or if I just had this, it would be enough. If I just had this and 
we're not understanding the real power that's within us. Yeah. I love that. It's true. It's like God is already in us and he's already enough. And he's the only thing that's going to comfort or satisfy us. And you bring it all the way back to the garden of Eden when the enemy, the devil, the serpent tricked Eve into thinking, Hey, if you do this, your life's going to be better. You're going to be smarter. Um, you'll have, you know, all and unending knowledge and wisdom and you'll be like God. You'll, what you are isn't enough and you can be more if you eat this fruit. And she was deceived. Every time we eat out of stress and we're not eating to nourish our vessel and coming into agreement with God about what we're putting in our body and if it's a good choice and if it's nourishing the vessel of his Holy Spirit, we're being deceived. And um, sometimes that adds up. It might look different for someone that's been struggling with it for a long time, but it's just, it shows um, a little bit of distrust. If, if what you're seeing on the outside isn't aligning with that trust that God is your comfort, um, that's okay. But just know the enemy can't trick you if you're aware of what's happening anymore. So that was really cool. And then one thing I loved is that verse um, in Genesis 50, 20, it says, you intended to harm me but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So as um, the enemy wants to harm you with guilt and shame and condemnation, as you may have looked for comfort in empty-ended sources, and now you're carrying physically, you're physically carrying the result of that in body fat. But you know what's going to sustain you in the times that you're looking Maybe you go on a fast like I did if, if you feel like that's the right choice for you or you're making sure you're fueling your body properly or you are um, being intentional with your nutrition. You might be tempted in times of anxiety and stress to um, eat something that's off your plan or to break your fast early. But what is your body actually using physically while you are saying, you know what, I think I'm going to be okay and I'm going to get a handle on this because this isn't going to comfort me. You are using body fat, what you've stored up in that moment. So what the enemy meant to use against you, to sabotage your daily activity, your motivation, your belief in yourself, all of that, your self-image, your identity, you, God is turning for good and he is partnering with you. And because of the transformation and it might yeah, you might lose body fat, but it's not about what you lose. It's about what you gain in the process of trusting God. And when you trust God, transformation and growth and maturity happens in you spiritually and that saves lives. So I'm just like super fired up about that. <laughs> um, so, and I know Annie, you also um, did some fasting this week too. <laughs> And it was something we both decided. We just felt really called because we know the power of bringing God into things and like how he's the only truth. And we promise to show up and deliver tools and the truth so that people can break through and bloom strong. Yeah. And um, so I'm, I'm, I think anything you do to become healthier and stronger in an area you're going to fast something that was taking up that space because you always have to make space to create more space for what you want to bring in. You have to re remove something. So whether it's food or not food, you're going to be fasting 
something that was filling up that space and you're no longer, you're now going to make that space for something else that's greater and going to be healthier and stronger. And so I was realizing like, I'm removing food that was actually harming my body because I have a thyroid that I can't fight some of the foods I put off of it. I can't digest it. I can't work it. So it made, it just really brought me down, um, in my mood and my energy and my, my strength. So I've been fasting the foods that I would quickly fill in or that I wanted or that tasted good. And today I was like, okay, I need something sweet. And I went to the pantry and I opened it up and I was about to grab, um, I had like these dark chocolates and I saw almonds instead. And I said, I'm going to grab the almonds. Almonds are tasty. A lot of the stuff we, we put into our bodies are actually void, even though they taste good. But the almond was what really is what my body needed. The enemy's gift, he, he dangles something in front of you that's artificial. All of that will eventually fade. And you will continually need to get more and more of it to get that high again. So that sugar will make me feel good for an instant, but actually it makes me feel worse after I have it. And then I'll be standing and looking for more where I could have taken the almond, filled myself up and gone with my day. But when you take something that's sweet and then it goes in and goes right back out, you, you go back looking for more and more and more. And so not only am I trying to find that false, fake, void high again with that feel good, but I'm also sinking lower and lower and lower in my health. So I keep grabbing for it to try to get that feel good, but I don't realize that the enemy keeps handing me the same thing that's actually bringing me lower and lower and lower in my health and in who I want to be and the energy and everything like that. And so, but God's gift, the enemy's gift is a dip. Like you have to keep going back for more. It's, you know, um, God's gift is one and done. I needed those almonds. I was fulfilled and I was done. And so it allowed me to move forward in my life. And I felt, I didn't feel heavy. I didn't feel less energized. I didn't feel achy. I got to get up, feel fulfilled and go on. And it may not always be as exciting to taste it, but the fulfillment in it is what I would rather have. And I would starve that first taste to have the ending fulfillment. And I, there's a couple things that kind of came to me and it's like, um, there are no spiritual addictions. So because God gave us free will, but the enemy is manipulative and controlling. And so if you feel like there's things that are stealing your time or stealing the destination that you know you want to go to, such as being fit and healthy and nourished, like God is going to nourish you. Those almonds nourished her. If she were to do the chocolate, it would have stirred up this like control and manipulation cycle. And she's like, what is happening? Not to say it's, you know, bad all the time, but if you're in a place and, and that's okay to admit, like, if I'm in a place where I can't have one Oreo cookie, you know, like that's okay because maybe that's where the enemy has a grasp on me. So for everyone, it might be different, 
but you have to be honest with yourself and, and realize like the things, like the good foods that are going to nourish you, you might not crave and be addicted to, but you have free will to choose. And those are gifts for you. And then another thing that I wanted to add on to what Annie was saying is we're made to be victorious and through repentance of being tied to something, a behavior or a comfort that's not God and sacrificing the pleasure we experience from whether it be, you know, um, desires of our cravings or our flesh or lust or shopping, we, we gain maturity and we gain wisdom and we come to completion to be victorious in the vessel that God created and walk out the purpose that he's put on our life, on our lives to free the captives. (laughs) And that's what we're here for and build the kingdom. And that's what we're here for. And so um, I love the verse too. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. So, oh, for you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. And, um, I think this also goes to say it's about growing and it's not about what you lose. It's about what you gain. And it's not about really a physical end result. It's about an internal end result. And your purpose has to be bigger than just the physical. The root really, we always see things at the surface level of what we need and desire. And the, you know, typically, I didn't need the sugar when really I know what sugar made my body feel like. So the fruit of having sugar was detrimental to my, my thyroid health. And what I went deeper into is what does my body need? And I went to the root of what it needed. And that is where I was able to make the choice that fulfilled me and nourished me rather than allowing the surface fruit or thoughts to control me. Totally. That's so good. Um, I actually read a quote this morning by Henry Thoreau. Feels so, so, so smart. <laughs> um, for every thousand hacking at the leaves of evil, there's only one striking at the root. And that's why so many people try things and fail because they're just trying to trim away the excess but they're not getting to the root. So it's like super Mm -hmm. powerful and exciting for everyone listening. Really. If you can hopefully understand what's really going on here. If you have to keep going back, I was feeling pulled to eat that sugar. Mm. And when you can, when you can discern that you have to keep going back to something that you know is not giving you fruit to your life. Um, that is where you have to stop and it's okay to stop and pause and you're going to starve a little bit, maybe a lot. You're going to starve in order to stop uh, feeding yourself the things that are depleting you and find the thing that's going to nourish you. 
mean, it, it takes habit. It takes time to really find that thing that's feeding that root, that good truth of who you are and who you want to be. Yeah. But being around people that will help encourage that, I think support is the biggest thing. Really, there's addictions and so much. We all have addictions and you have to find the people who are going to help you thrive and release those addictions and fulfill yourself with the real goodness that God has to offer you. I love that. And you have to be honest with yourself and it's going to like be embarrassing. Like this is how I feel. Okay. So because so many women, I bet you almost every single woman that listens to this is going to be like, yeah, if I have a, like, they're going to be like, yeah, food's an addiction for me because um, it's readily available all the time. It's something that we just expect to be there. Um, when we eat, we don't really sit down. We don't realize like it's such a gift and it's something that we really are given to bless our bodies. And so you have to be upfront and honest. And I just want to share with you like this last week. So I, I fasted from Thursday night to Saturday and that was good. And when I finally ate, I was like, it was like ground turkey with like this wonderful seasoning and rice. And it was so nourishing. And I was like, thank you, Lord, for this food. Like I was so grateful. And if you remember back in the olden days, they used to sit down and be like, um, thank you for this meal. Help this meal bless our bodies. Like they were probably working a lot harder for their food back then. And now we're just like, you know, so expectant. And so then it, it made this other awareness that as I, okay, now I broke my fast and now I'm going to start eating normally, but it just made me realize like, wow, I need to steward well. This is a gift. Like God, is it okay with you if I eat this? Is this good for my body? And how often do we ask God, God, is it okay if I'm watching this? Is this good for my spirit? God, is, is it okay if I eat this? Is this good for my body? God, is it okay if I spend money on this? Is this something that you want me to put my finances towards? So you might just think it might be just a fast, but I think God's going to reveal a lot more to you. But as I went on through my week, I did really good with that, like really aware. And then yesterday, the flesh was like raging for just like stress and like, you know, like the stress caused me to want to snack and all of this. And I could, I started giving into it a little bit. And so I just felt called today to like fast again. Like, no, Satan. You don't get to manipulate me and walk all over me and steal my growth and my connection with the Lord and my strength and perseverance. It's not for you. So you kind of have to get to a place where you're mad and you're tired and, and you're sick and tired of giving in and going around the same mountain every time. And it might not be fasting. Maybe it is, but maybe it's like um, just making sure that you're able to press in the Lord and, and pick a good choice. So I just want to make sure that that's clear. We're not saying you have to fast to learn or whatever, but you know. So when you were talking about how you had fasted and you had experienced that difference and like the results of just how great you felt and just um, appreciative and grateful for what you had. Mm -hmm. um, well, this is to all the listeners. The enemy is not going to back down once you just hopped over the line of being victorious over what you were fasting. He's not going to say, oh, shoot, she made it. I'm done. No, he's not going to also come and try to find something else to dangle in front of you that he's never, that's never worked before. He's going to dangle the same things that are in front of you 
that have you've have always reached and grabbed and taken no as long as he can until it's it's like the practice makes permanent so as elizabeth as you continue to do this you are going to become stronger and stronger but he's not going to stop trying to dangle those things that right captured you before and that's with just any addiction that's what is people have to understand it's not a oh, I got over this line and he's going to leave me alone now. No, he's not going to leave you alone. He's going to keep on trying to get you with the same thing he's gotten with you, gotten you with. And, but each time you become victorious and each time you resist it, you become more mature in the spirit of choosing what aligns with who you are that you no longer even flinch and think about the other thing. Yeah. But it's always going to be there. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's not going to go away. And I think in addition to continuing to try to work that way and manipulate your flesh and walk all over you. Um, I think that he's going to also tempt you in other ways to find, Mm -hmm. to find short relief of, you know, comfort and, um, release and all of those things. But I want to, um, just excite you a little bit about this. If you think about something, maybe you have come overcome like for me I used to always like I date and I would have sex outside of marriage not like frequently but you know it was just something I compromised on in relationships in the past and that's something that I've overcome like I am no longer living that way and I know that like that lust is not made out made for outside of the walls and boundaries of marriage plain and simple And I'm so thankful for God and all of that. And I'm thankful for this season, but because I overcame that I've overcome many other things. Like I work out all the time, three times a week. It's just what I do. It's no longer this big mountain, right? So I know full well that God will see me through to this as well. And he will see you through it too. And like with the, the, the almond is, isn't have all this extra stuff on it. It's not all extra sweetened, but it's exactly what I needed. And not even as well as you were just saying, like, I know so many people struggle with less. I know it's a huge thing, like sex and money, right? Those are the two things that really are a controlling factor in our, in our hearts and our lives. Um, (laughs) the lust cannot even tap into the real intimate love that is nourishing and enough but a lot of people never get to experience that because they're just getting the sweetener. They're just going after the sweet taste and having to keep going back to that. And then they never get to experience the full thing until they starve themselves of the lust yep. and find that experience for the real thing. I mean, even pornography, to be honest, like real intimate love with someone is the real thing. And then you have this other thing that the enemy dangles in front of you and it's void and empty inside. Okay. So if you make a choice and you feel worse off Mm -hmm. than when you started and when you first made that choice, you are listening to the wrong thing. You're doing it wrong. There's something, there's something false and fake and void in the choice that you're making. And the other choice has long fulfillment and longevity. And that is where you can understand why do I keep needing this thing? And why do I keep feeling worse than when I first made that choice? That's yeah. where you can know the, the fault, false fruit and the good fruit. Yeah. 
I love it. And if you think about eating the false fruit, let's say um, I'm giving into lust and let's say I am feeling bad about it or I'm giving into eating bad and I'm feeling bad about it. Does it make me feel pure or does it make me feel not pure? So think mm-hmm. about this. If you see yourself as a royal daughter of the most high king, which if you don't, you should read the book, His Princess. There's so many beautiful things I could send you. Um, you are. And when you start eating well, like let's, I'm sure all of you have taken a week before at least and ate really well, you feel clean. You feel like Mm -hmm. you respected yourself. You feel um, pure. And so that's the same thing. That's how we should be as representatives of our King. We should feel washed white. We should feel clean. We should feel like we honor ourselves because of who made us and who is in us. And so after my fast, I did, I felt so clean and pure and regal and fabulous and same thing. Um, and it's really cool because who you are, like when you, you're fasting the things that are not part of who, what's supposed to be on you, um, you have become more of who you purely naked truth of who you are. And that's, you know, we were born as like little children and we, as little children, they know they're enough. It doesn't matter. They don't need all these extra things to feel like enough. But when we start believing the lies that we need this extra sweetener or this extra stuff on us or to all of these other things to feel like enough, that's where we lose who we are. And we feel so distraught and confused. But when we start to fast off all of the things, the layers and the things that are not part of who we are, and we feel that cleanness, we're not just feeling that cleanness because our bodies are clean. We spiritually in our hearts feel how much more closer we are to the true being of who we were meant to be and how we were made to be. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, that is the beauty of understanding that when we feel like we need all of these extra things on top of it, we're not valuing the real true being of, that was created, not to meant to have all this extra stuff to be enough. You are enough without the extra stuff. That's so good. And here's another thing that I was thinking. It's like, what happened in the garden after they ate the fruit? They were ashamed. They felt shame and condemnation and they put clothes on. But before they didn't know, they were unashamed. They were free. They were fully loved. They were fully accepted. They were pure. So think about what we do and we gain 10 pounds. We put bigger clothes on. Or if you think about this, like actually you're adding on to your flesh outfit with body Mm -hmm. fat too. So you're adding on to that. And another thing that dropped in my spirit, Annie, when you were talking is sometimes we feel like a craving would fix something or if we gave into a craving, right? Or this release would fix something or help us feel better. But it also can be tied to this title would make me worth more. It could be um, this achievement. Um, I'm not worth anything unless I hit this level of success. The people. We think that we have more people around us it's, it's, um, we're more when yeah. it's the quality, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's if you're, and we tie, we tie our worth to all these things and we look for comfort in all these places and it's about stripping it away. And I just love the analogy of a baby. And I love the analogy of a kid running and they're free 
because what happens if we don't feel good in our skin, we don't move. It's harder to force ourselves to jump and play and move. But if you feel good, like you're showing up a hundred percent authentic, like you want to jump and you you feel free and light and bouncy and like amazing. Like you're you, you know? So anyways, I loved I didn't, I forgot to say this, but when you were talking about what you like, what you wanted to do when you started to need something and you wanted to sing. Um, I was, you know, how do, how do we soothe our babies? We sing them to sleep, right? Mm, Yeah. (laughs) We are God, we are God's babies. Yeah. So when we are needing something and we're reaching to try to fill something, we sing with him and it soothes our souls in our hearts and brings comfort to places that we couldn't, nothing in this world could have brought comfort to. That's so good. It's so good because what do we do for babies? We change them. Okay. So like we clean them and like fasting, your body is actually getting cleaned and all it like reset, which is really cool. So then the second thing I was thinking is we get fed or we feed the babies. And so how do we get fed from God? We read, we read his word. We listen to sermons. We go to church. So we have to get fed from him. And then I love what you're saying about being like sang to, or even if you just imagine he's got the whole world in his hands, he's holding you. And I promise you guys, his princess is such a good book too, because it's love letters from your King to you and you will feel held. Um, by, by reading that. And, um, so that's such a good one, Annie. I love that. But no, I just, I just felt like, what am I going to do to combat feeling like, okay, when I have a, I sent Annie a video yesterday or the day before (laughs) and Layton was holding my giant clothes basket, jumping around and slamming it on the floor. Like, how am I supposed to feel at peace in that moment? Like, you know? And so I, I was like singing, a hymn and I videotaped it and sent it to her because I was like okay well actually singing does relax me and if I find it funny laughing also relaxes me and soothes me so like you have to think of the things that are like not a consuming thing where you can output phrase and we can sing and um well and think of it this way if anything if you're soothing yourself with anything that can be can be destroyed here. Yeah. Like can be taken away, like literally physically taken away from you. It will never sustain you. Yeah. Amen. That's good. Also, I look at it. I don't ever look at it as like, I'm getting deprived because I'm like, this is an opportunity for me to get closer to the Lord because I'm not looking for food for comfort. This is an opportunity for me to be with him 100% way more rather than just focusing on my next meal, you know? And so I'm going to do that to keep myself in check so I can be a better coach and help my people better, have a better understanding of what it's like to deny your flesh and press into the Lord. So if you feel like you're trying to shake off the things that are not part of who you are or not meant to be part of who you are, um, and you're still thinking about the thing that physically that you want to fill in, or the person or the place that you're trying to fill in still, then you haven't fully trusted that God will be enough and God will provide what you need. Actually, that was in my reading 
this week is that until we start to suffer, we, like we say, we can trust until we start to suffer. Mm. And then we're like, okay, I got to make this happen for myself because I don't believe that God's going to do it. Mm. And then we reach for something and fill in that gap. And when we do that, we have an Ishmael. When like mm. Abraham didn't believe the promise or didn't believe that God would provide what he said he'd provide, mm. he went and had um, Ishmael outside of his marriage, the boy. And, and then Abraham was going to sacrifice his son. The last minute he provided what he needed because when we trust him, and don't give in to feeling like it's on our hands to fill in that space. He will provide exactly what we need. It's like he required repentance, sacrifice, and complete trust in him mm-hmm. and then showed up. But he had, but first he had to be obedient all the way up to the top of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cause and it's like that suffering, that feeling, that pain, that fear. But when you trust him and, and he shows that he shows up in those painful and suffer places, you know what you can do and where you can go and the battles you can fight and the giants you can destroy mm-hmm. because you know truly at that point who is on your side and who is there and who is not going to forsaken you. What the one thing we want for those who maybe don't understand fasting, maybe they're having a hard time. Um, what are the, the uh, something we want to let them know and how to stay strong to um, surrender and trust and um, break through that painful place to release and starve themselves of the things that are weakening them. And it's okay if you find out that your flesh is really weak because our flesh is really weak. Mm -hmm. And so it would be really easy to listen to this podcast and be in denial, Mm -hmm. but you might have major breakthrough if you are honest with yourself and what's the thing that you feel like sometimes has a little bit too much control or pull at your actions and your choices. If you keep going back to the same thing and it's never enough and the fruit is not showing up, then remember the suffering that's, that's going to bring you greater strength and greater fruit Mm-hmm. And it's going to suck in the moment, but that's because we have for so long kept ourselves in the same cycle mm-hmm. and breaking that cycle is hard, but breaking that cycle is necessary for better things to come your way. Well, it was really, um, a great conversation. I think, you know, Elizabeth and I are very excited for this year. Um, at Bloom Strong, we just know it's going to impact and we're here to give truth, whether it feels good or not. It's yeah. not about the feeling. It's the fulfillment. Um, and the freedom and the joy that real truth brings and not the temporary feel goods. Yeah. Facilitating real, authentic transformation and breakthrough. That was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you feel inspired 
hopeful, and empowered to walk in faith, live with intention, and deepen your roots in truth. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share the inspiration with a friend. Maybe you're also feeling a stirring, like it's time for you to break through and bloom strong in who you know you're supposed to be. If so, we challenge you to go to ladiescommittofit.com and click our Bloom Strong coaching program, where we walk together through creating the life you desire by first stewarding a strong, healthy, and clear vision of who you were made to be. Remember, together we achieve more, and together we bloom strong.